As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. It is episode 360. We've officially come full circle. Ha ha ha. little geometry humor. <laughs> Took me a minute. <laughs> is that geometry? I don't even know. Yeah, I guess it is. It's math. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys, we got some bad news for you. Um, there's some aliens that have come to the planet, and they're visiting. And uh, we ended up reviewing them and seeing what we thought of them because uh, we're going to tell you which alien we think we would want to be friends with and which which ones we and wouldn't. which one would win in a battle if they yeah, had to battle each other. And which one would probably kill the planet. Well, that would be humans. Right. Well, this besides us. Okay. Oh, okay. We're doing a good job of that. I'm just saying. So stick around for the end for that one. Uh, you're definitely going to find out the results because I think they might be kind of weird. I don't know what they're going to be yet, so. All right. But yeah, we got two movies that are visitors from outer space. We have visitors from the Arcana Galaxy from 1981 and extraterrestrial visitors from 1983. That's right. So two visitors, like I said, well, many visitors, technically. There is multiple in each of these movies, but these are like sci-fi weird as fuck. Wonders! Gather round, everyone! It's time to sing the song! Oh, where are your shoes? Hey, boys and girls! Hey, Feel like a fucked up movie? What a guts! Dude's got nuts! Lots of fucking boobies! Knives, cups, and guns! We got it all for you! Like, have you seen a cat fight a baby on the moon? No. Lots of Hong Kong stuff! And satanic wonders! Welcome! Welcome! Welcome to the weirdest of wonders! It's been a little while, but you know, we had we found some that are worthy of the name. We didn't forget about it. We didn't stop doing it. It's just uh yeah. It's when they appear. It's these are definitely just fucking wild, weird fucking movies, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them probably will get will get the award actually, but uh definitely a good episode for this. So by the way, please share this episode with people. Podcasts have been taking a real hit on Spotify and everywhere else lately across the board so Mm -hmm. we need your guys help to like get the word out so definitely do that if you can but yeah christina how are you doing what's going on with you i'm good how are you (laughs) 
I mean, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. We had an incident a couple days ago in the neighborhood. Mm. I was walking Murray, and okay. I heard I heard the okay. I know what I heard. I heard uh, on an intercom someone say, "Put the dogs away," and then there was two bangs. Well, they actually asked. Yeah, they told him to put the dogs away, and then there was, and then there was two bangs, and a uh, house was getting uh, raided from the SWAT team. There was about eight, like, fully armored vehicles. Yeah, dude. A guy on the roof with a fucking... AR... With an Armalite rifle of some sort, you know. Jesus Christ. I was like, is all this really necessary? God. Like, these... (laughs) They were so loud. Like, everybody heard. Yeah. But I'm still... Christina was being nosy as fuck and started running out. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, well, now I want to see. Because I I was like, I don't want... I was like, you're going to get shot in the head. She was like, I just want to peek around the corner. I put... So I put Murray away, just so you know. Right. I was out walking Murray when it happened. And then I heard... I heard the, like, put your hands up. And I was like... And then you heard popping, and I was like, oh, fuck this shit. Ran back in the house. And told me. And then she went and out. And you could hear it in the house. And I was like, go out. And she was like, do you think I should go out? I want to see. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Christina, be careful. Jesus Christ. There's like sometimes, you know, you don't know. There could be a gunfight or something, you know? Like, and right. she's like. That's okay. And she goes, look, and I was like, you're going to get shot in the head. And then after a minute, I was like, okay, I'm going to go look and just see. And she's like all the way down the road, like down the, the street a little bit, uh, walking. And uh, I came out just kind of in a hurry just to see where she was. And she was further away than I thought. And she was like, come here, come here. And I wasn't even planning to come out. So I kind of left the door open. So I was like, okay, fine. And then I do. And then we're like watching the, the, the SWAT team uh, just down the road. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, our, our little Murray just comes running <laughs> down the street. street. Like, hey, guys, I'm here. <laughs> I'll never forget that. He was so happy. Dude, and then they threw a fucking tear gas bomb and it popped right next to him and he just flew into no, the woods. Stop. <laughs> That's not even funny. That's not funny. All right. Um but we did I did see <laughs> I like how upset you got right there. Well that you don't you shouldn't joke about stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> people might take you seriously. Oh, Christina. Jesus. But I did see the guy back out because they told him to put his hands on his head and like back, yeah, back out and like there was like twenty cops with guns on him. Oh my god, so excessive! I was just waiting for the quit, res- quit, quit resisting, quit resisting. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if it had to do anything with the with penis man. <laughs> oh yeah, because we, remember because- we had a guy that was in our in our uh, in ASU because we're we're close to ASU in Arizona and. Uh, there was a guy that had a fucking sign just by himself. And this is the weirdest thing. And it said, women are property. <laughs> and we, everybody's just taking pictures and standing around. I'm like, man, I've never seen a 70 year old. Uh, no, he was like, he wasn't that old. He was like 56. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've never seen a 56 year old virgin. Like <laughs> <laughs> women are property. Uh, what was What was the other thing that happened? Um, well, I was saying like the penis man was the the group of people who would go tag. Oh, they would do tagging. So they they busted one of them and they used excessive force to arrest that guy. It was ridiculous. the reason I thought you were talking about that is because somebody put penis man on that sign in a picture. Oh, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And I was like, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I thought you were referring no, to when you said no, that. No, they were referring to to the whole the whole penis man gig what you tag with around tempe well it's funny you know when i said that thing about the uh quit resisting quit resisting arrest 
<laughs> which is always the like excuse whenever you know whenever uh-huh. either either someone's being bad or someone's trying to uh, uh, abuse the law <laughs> but i saw this video on tiktok where this lady was like spraying a fucking fire, fire hose ex- fire extinguisher yeah fire extinguisher in, in the an fl- airport yeah and said had to tackle her and then the cops were like really rough with her because they were pissed off and uh because the first of all, what the fuck are you doing? Nobody right. like, and the guy holding the care is like, yeah, quit, quit, quit resisting arrest. <laughs> I was just like, that's the best. That's the best. Dude. <laughs> this is the best fucking. Thank you for recording, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing these days. Is everybody's always talking about like, put your fucking phone down. You know, and help somebody out. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know what's going on with that shit. Right. I'm not going to fucking, you know, like, or those kids that like, like, was it here? Was it here? When they, or, yeah, there was a guy here that they just, those kids just let that guy drown. They just videotaped him drowning, drowning. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, it was like this big ordeal. Like, someone was like, shouldn't you help somebody if you can? You're talking about the cops. The cops let the guy drown in the lake. No, no, I'm talking about a guy fell in the lake and drowned and some kids videotaped him and didn't help him out. I don't know if it was here or not, but that was the situation. And they just watched him and laughed at him until he drowned. Like, it's kind of crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. You'd think that somebody would have some empathy a little bit, you know, to reach in and help the guy. Jesus Christ. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, positivity. Uh (laughs) What else is going on? Oh, yeah, I did get to watch a movie called Departing Seniors, which I I should have had finished and put up on Sunday. We're recording this on Saturday, so that's why I say that. So it should be up to on Sunday, so if you haven't checked it out, it's like a slasher with like a that Blumhouse kind of feel, like a little twist in it, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. we watched that. We didn't get to mention that we did finish watching The Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, I like that. Which was, uh, I was trying to tell my buddy about that the other night. I was like, I think you'd like it, man. I was like, they do all of like. Eager Alan Pose. Eager? Did you just say Edgar, eager? Whatever. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe's uh, stories in one big story. And I thought it was genius, man. Right. Well, it's Mike Flanagan, so. Yeah, and he's like hot right now. Like everybody's like all about Mike Flanagan. I think he's going to work. For, for Amazon soon, doing some projects on there, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Because he's been doing Netflix forever, man. I think they that his contract is done because he said he he wouldn't he's not going to Netflix anymore. So really, yep. Well, I think sometimes you just gotta you know. I wouldn't want to well, be. Well, I bet you that they're probably trying to control more of what he's doing. You know how many years he's been there? I know that's a long time to just be there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that <clears throat> so. I wouldn't. I would want to have my own wings and fly wherever the fuck I wanted to, right? As well. So he's probably been working his ass off. He probably needs a vacation at this point, you know? Right. But Jesus Christ, how many put things did he put out? I have no idea. Like like five or six things, right? Mm-hmm. It's like one a year. Mm-hmm. He did three shows, right? Four shows. Did he do two haunted house movies, The Fall of the House of Usher, and then he did that the that, ha- the, the Haunting Hill, the vampire one. Midnight Mass. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot. Right. That's a lot of fucking work, man. TV shows ain't no joke. So, 
but yeah, the Fall of the House Usher, I think that and and the the Midnight Mass, I think were my favorite. Yeah, I think I so didn't too. like the other ones because they felt too uh, lifetime family. And like I can see his formula now. I can kind of see it in his TV sh- formulas. Mm-hmm. There's always like a little something in the beginning, and then you, blah 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 blah, and then big thing at the end. Right. That's like his formula. Like mm-hmm. he does in all his TV shows, and that's what was in the Fall of the House of Usher. But I liked the Fall of the House of Usher. Because it was a little bit more modern with that little gothic kiss, little little gothic goth kiss. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I wish they could do a season two of that, but I guess they can't. Yeah, they're... you really can't. I mean, the story. Well, they could do a whole different, you know, like, you know, the, how they do it now. Well, yeah, that, that was some pretty serious writing, though. Did you and you like how the the Beetlejuice sequel is coming out? Oh yeah, I yeah. Like they released the poster. They haven't called, released a tra- trailer yet. People are shitting on it already. I guess. Um, Why? You know, because it's a a sequel too late. Probably they do that with sequels too late and remakes. I'd rather it be a sequel than a remake. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, at least they can do something else, and you know, it would make sense when he looks older than he does. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not like they're trying to like make a fifty-eight-year-old woman try to be like a fucking. You and know. they they could have easily just remade it, you know, with sure. all new people right. and a different, you know, like visual scheme. They could have easily remade this movie, and they didn't. So yeah, I think it's good that they did a sequel. I'm, I'm curious how it's going to be, and I'm hoping that it, I'm sure Keaton's going to bring the goods. We'll He's see. a good actor. He he can do it. I think he can. I I liked it, seeing him in 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 the Flash mm-hmm. as Batman. Uh, that wasn't really that hard for him, I'm sure. But this one will definitely take a lot out of him. Right. And he's not as young as he used to be. So I'm wondering what kind of like math I he's going to be doing. I just <laughs> Did you say meth? Yeah, I feel like he's going to have to. Oh, my to. God. They're like, here's your, here's your pipe, sir. <laughs> like, you know, he's smoking. Like, he's just, <laughs> oh, my God. He just gets like Jim Carrey style, you know. <laughs> because it'd be like asking Jim Carrey to come back and do the mask. You know, it's just a lot of energy. Oh, I see. Well, you don't know. We don't know. We'll see. Anyway. I mean, obviously, Beetlejuice is better than The Mask, but... Well, technically, Beetlejuice shouldn't be aging, because he's already, like, Beetlejuice is, how, like, hundreds well, of years old. we don't know if they decay. So, yeah, he might... Yeah, see? He could be decaying, so maybe he won't be all Right. Peppered. We had that, that one guy that was holding papers that they had that was flattened. He was, like, run over by the fucking... Maybe... And it's, like, it could be, like, in The Frighteners, where in the frighteners, the, the when they decayed in their grave, the more they became decayed in the f- ghost realm. Oh, so their their corporeal body or whatever. Mm-hmm. I f- forget how you say it, but <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's how it is. But anyway, but yeah, so we got some uh, movies to do. So I think it might be that time to jump into our flesh and potatoes of visitors from another world with. Visitors from Arcana Galaxy and extraterrestrial visitors from 1983. And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. All right, Christina, so kick it off. Visitors from the Arcana Galaxy was released July 2nd, 1981. A science fiction writer is gifted 
with the ability to materialize his thoughts and inadvertently brings a group of aliens to Earth. Holy shit. And this was written and directed by... Dusan Vukotic. He did Man the Polluter from 1973, and he did Welcome to the Planet Earth from 1993, and he's done a ton of shorts. Right. And it was also written by Milos Makarek. Who did Who Wants to Kill Jesse from 1966, and Rumbarka. Rumburak. Rumburak from 1985. Yeah, this is slug- Yugoslavian... Like, uh, it's a like, movie. it's a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's cause like there's, well, I say Yugoslavian because it was like, there was different times back in the day, but what Marie, <laughs> but this is a Yugoslavian, Czechoslovakian, Croatian film. Uh-huh. So it's a Yugo Czechos Croatian uh-huh. film because they had switched different countries. Uh, there was different powers at the time that were taking over. So it's, it's mm-hmm. very difficult it's a very interesting s- sort of story. The actress who plays Tony is... La Jubisa okay. Samardisic. He has acted in over 150 film and TV shows from U- Yugoslavia, and he's acted in over 150 TV and uh, films from Yugoslavia, and he's also produced many of those films. Mm-hmm. The, actor who, the actor who plays Robert is... <laughs> Zarko Potoshnjak, something like that. He was in The Rat Savior from 1976 and The Glimbase from 1988. And then the actress who plays Biba <laughs> is Lucy Zolova. And she was in Darling, Are We a Good Match from 1975. And then we have Andrea, who plays the main alien. Andra. Andra, who plays the main alien. It's Kesnia Prosaka. She was Prosaska. in. Yeah. Sorry. She was in Bugsy from 1991 and Transylvania 6 5000. Yeah, which is crazy because we just did a. Um, uh, we just did a Jeff Goldblum film. and. Uh, oh, is he in that or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and, the, and Targo is played by. Rene Bitarajak. He was in No Man's Land from 2001 and Vegetarian Cannibal from 2012. All right. And what did you think of this movie? I actually kind of like this movie. To be honest, I thought it was extremely creative and very unique and different. Like the whole world is kind of like a dream in a way. Like everything that happens in it is kind of a dream because like everybody is, they don't act like normal human beings would. Mm-hmm. For all the things that are going on in this movie with aliens and like people are just like, whatever, that sounds cool. Oh, they're doing that. That's neat. You know, other than the monster that's in the film, which, you know, they have this like really ridiculous monster. Crazy looking. That is a toy, essentially, that comes to life and starts killing everybody, mm-hmm. which is pretty wild and does some pretty great practical effects in it. Uh, nothing like extremely like scary or anything like that. It's just very it's like a child like style killings and stuff. I don't know. There was blood and gore and stuff like that. People got their heads yanked off and it mm-hmm. was weird. It's just really weird. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like a cartoon in a way, and which is interesting because he is an animator. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what he learned and did for this live action film. Oh, that makes sense. Is like a cartoon. So oh. because he actually started one of the first animated film studios in 
Yugoslavia, mm-hmm. which I think he was like, because it's like I said, there was a lot of history um, with with like a lot of like, you know, there was like fascism and that he went through growing up and mm-hmm. then it became like different, like a whole new world, like all these different areas kept moving and shifting mm-hmm. and uh, he kind of stayed with it. So I don't know. I think it's really unique and interesting. Like, it's not a movie that I would watch a lot of, but I still really like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely like a seven out of ten for me. And I think it's just really bizarre. I love the idea that this guy or these things can make, you know, reality change to whatever it is that they want. And the whole world is kind of like changing around them. Like there's parts in the movie where people are like just like accepting of these aliens that it's so odd. They like strip down <laughs> and it's like a really weird part of the movie. But like, I don't know. I just love this little world that this guy created. It's something that's just really cool. And I would I would love to see more of his movies that are like live action like this. But I think this is the only live action one that he's actually done. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Like the rest, they have like a bunch of uh, extras in the disc that I got from Vinegar Syndrome's uh, sister company called Def, uh Crocodile, which is like another company that does like a couple. Of, I have another one of their movies, actually, that they did, too. So they do really unique stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's just like three androids from another planet that he created in his mind come to visit him. It's like it's like um, Cellar Dweller, <laughs> you know, that movie where the guy draws the pictures and it comes to life in a way. But like he's this I, I like it because I'm a creative person. So just the idea of thinking of something and creating it is just a really cool thing. And like his emotions get wrapped up in it when things happen, they change. Mm-hmm. Like when he starts thinking about things, they appear before him. And just man, like for the 80s, man, this was like a leap. Like it was like almost like a 60s film in like the style, mm-hmm. but like so bizarre kind of like the 80s were the dialogue is through the roof the lead actor is pretty charming and just a lot of the things that happen in the movie are just fucking wild i just i don't know it's really cool i don't know i'm really glad i got it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not my favorite movie or anything but but i really appreciate it and 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 like it i don't know it's not gonna be for everybody you know it's gonna be a little weird but i i actually really enjoyed it so what did you think of it i thought it was really weird yeah oh it's definitely a weird as fuck one but i really enjoyed it i've never seen anything like before it kept me engaged the whole time too i actually really liked the story because it wasn't what i was expecting because i was expecting this weird side just this weird sci-fi movie from the 80s I, i didn't think much of it but it wasn't even that it was it was just like you said it was just it was just in his mind or he created it with his mind yeah which was really interesting it's like being inside an eccentric creative person's head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From from like another, from Eastern Europe. <laughs> right. But yeah, I've never seen like anything like this before. Um, I like how <laughs> it really, you really could take the story and put it into anything. Like that alien could just be a single mother with two little kids, you know? And, you know, this it's just it was really cool i don't i don't know how to explain that i like the monster too the look of the monster was really cool right and, um, ju- and just to explain guys this is a comedy sci-fi is fantasy is it supposed to be a comedy yes 100 percent. Oh, okay oh my god and there was a few scenes you mentioned the 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 naked scene 
but there's an even more fucked up scene and i think that's what like got like got me right going okay but we'll talk about that later because i don't i don't want to okay like, get into it get into that right now and i yeah i just love the story and how it's told from the perspective of the writer and he's like creating this world and yeah like it's just weird because everybody's just okay with it they're just like oh, okay there's these things here i've never seen before you know i'm nothing not nothing shocking yeah, i'm not gonna question it we're just gonna try to to live with it and 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 you know come in peace and shit but yeah i'll give it a seven out of ten too i'll watch this movie again really you really liked it too yeah i really did like it like i said i didn't get bored because i oh, every time you show me movies from this time period they are they're stretched out they're boring especially if they're like independent movies yes they are i don't know why but this one yeah this one was really good yeah i think it's really super creative i think it's if you like weird stuff and you like real slight comedies uh, it's it's a slight comedy. It's like it, there's just so many funny things that happen in it that are just funny on their own. And at least he kind of knew what was supposed to be funny in it because he was kind of like, it's just this weird world, man. Mm -hmm. You'll never see anything kind of like it. I don't mean it to say it's like the most original thing I've ever seen or probably go higher. Um, there's just what there is one thing about it, though, which is kind of funny about his girlfriend. And oh. he really literally treats his girlfriend like shit the entire time. Right. And the, he's like gaslighting his girlfriend and like all this crazy well, shit. Well, she's kind of acting a little uh, too much. Well, probably because she should have just left a long time ago. The thing I didn't like about her, and we'll talk about it, is that she didn't let him be creative. Oh, yeah, She made exactly. fun of his creativity. So it wasn't it wasn't she so much that him. he was make, being mean to her. He was just kind of returning the favor. Right. In my opinion, like, you know, and that made me think of an ex, you know, uh, who was like, every time I tried to work on a song, it would be like, eh, you're not paying attention to me or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's like, um, I'm trying to fucking, I can't, what do you want me to do? You want to sit on my lap while I write a fucking song? Like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on with you? You know? <laughs> like, I don't mind sharing that with somebody that I care. You know, like, if you were like, hey, can you show me? I'd be like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. Right. But if I'm like in the zone trying to sit there working on something and you're like, ah, oh, creativity's stupid because I need attention. <laughs> fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I forget. I, I don't know. It's just kind of cool. Like, I like how it's if you're a creative type, I think it's definitely going to resonate with you probably a little bit more. Right. Like if you've ever been creative in any facet, but it's also quirky and fun. So even if you're not, you're still going to enjoy it, I think. But overall, I think it's a more positive experience than than bad. And it's not just, I mean, it's weird, <laughs> but mm -hmm. not just weird for weird sake. There's like kind of like a message in it. And it's about being a creative person. So and about kind of like just like by the end of the movie, he figures himself out kind of thing. You'll right. see. But we do have a little bit of trivia on this one. There really isn't a whole lot like it's. <laughs> very heavy base in, in history and to be honest with you I, I didn't want to study like four countries <laughs> history you know to do this one no offense but like there was a lot of turmoil and stuff going on in that in the countries that he grew up in and, uh -huh. and so I think animation was kind of like his, his escape yeah I think it was mm -hmm. but um and, and the art is just it's very present in the artwork so Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit. 
Um, but if you want to check this one out, it's up on Tubi. So if you want to check it out, you can watch it there. Otherwise, here is your spoiler warning now. Murray's letting you know, too. <laughs> He's got his lamb chop. Hey, guys, I'm here. Hey, guys. Hey, lamb chop. <laughs> Dogs love lamb chop, you know? He's, he's going to tear him up because he's pissed. This is the, yeah, like he's angry. Whenever it. we podcast, he gets so mad. You're going to destroy, hey, calm down. Settle <laughs> down. Hey, guys. Hurry. Come here. Here. Calm down. Sorry, I had to stop the podcast there for a second. He was like. He has to save the lamb. Dude, he was like, yeah, it's like his favorite toy. I didn't want him to destroy it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like he was going at it. And then I had to like distract him with a T-R-E-A-T. He knows, <laughs> can't say it. Because he's just been spoiled the shit out of. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, I think there was a lot of um, fascism in some of the stuff. He was growing up as a kid. And uh, I think his movies is very much about working together, mm-hmm. people kind of helping each other and just sort of, you know, being very different, but also working together. And I think that is like a sort of socio-political message in his stuff. Also, being creative at the time was, you know, like there was a king at the time for where he lived. Mm-hmm. And once that guy was like really loved, beloved by a lot of people. Um and it, it really changed things. And then, you know, one country got taken over by another. And it's just like there was a lot of turmoil in his uh, childhood growing up. Mm-hmm. But he ended up working all over the, the world with people, including France and uh, people in like the United States and stuff like that. He, he worked on a lot of different things. So it's, you know, I watched some of the cartoons. They're pretty old and pretty dated weren't necessarily my thing, <laughs> uh-huh. but I can still appreciate creativity where it is. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of the stuff on the disc was very historical stuff like they were talking about. And I think it was a really good extra second segment for it. But man, was it hard to like really follow because mm-hmm. I, I'm not, you know, not like I know Eastern Europe. Right. You know, like, I don't know it that well. (laughs) (laughs) And when you have, like, all these countries that have changed names, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's it's pretty wild to, like, really kind of consider. But I don't know. I think it's really interesting that even through all the bullshit that he grew up with, this got made. Because it is very lighthearted. And it's very carefree. has this air about it that's like, oh, well, that's that's just how it is, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. It's got that air about it. And mm-hmm. I, and I like the lead character a whole lot. Cause like, you know, he's just so stuck in his ways. He like puts on this helmet and he wears the helmet to try to get in. He's a sci-fi novelist, by the way, guys, if you're listening past this and don't so he know. puts on a space helmet, like an astronaut helmet, right. To try to get into it. You know, what kind of reminded me of, do you know that movie where the guy from the, from the, um, from what we do in the shadows, and he was like, they did a movie where it was Sam Rockwell and him and Sam Rockwell. I think it was Sam Rockwell. I could be wrong. But it was this kid who writes all these sci-fi stories and like you kind of like get to visit those worlds. And this other guy who's a sci-fi writer who he looks up to and wants to be like, but he's actually better than that guy, steals his fucking writings. Gentleman Broncos. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. And I thought it was Sam Rockwell, but I, I could be wrong. I, I, I'm i pretty sure I thought Sam Rockwell was in the movie, but 
I might have gotten him confused with uh, somebody else oh. who kind of like looks like him. So that's what threw me off. But yeah, Gentleman Broncos has like, it's about the sci-fi guy. So I just love that sort of idea where he puts on the helmet and he tries to get into this world to like write mm-hmm. and he's like taking diction on his, his thing. And then the aliens start speaking to him because he brought them into existence through his diction. Mm-hmm. So it's like through the device that is capturing, you know what I mean? Right. It just it, There's just a lot of like little things like that in the movie that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dasan Vodkovic was born on February 7th, 1927 in Baleka, Bosnia, and uh, Herzegovina. It's in Yugoslavia, which he was a director and writer known for this. And he did those other movies that he did. But he's mostly, like I said, the the animated guy. Mm-hmm. He's actually the first animator from a former Yugoslavian country uh, that actually won an Oscar. So, oh, living in Croatia because that's what they call it now. Uh huh. So that's why I get confused. Like it's like Yugoslavian, like Croatia. Right. It's all like part of the same sort of area. Uh, and I'm too too American to really know this stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <It's> too- <laughs> <laughs> but if you're in like Europe, you know this you know, shit. Yeah. yeah. He did the, the the name of his animated studio, by the way, which I found I forgot was called Zegreb School of Animation, and it's also the Zegreb. Anything would say Zegreb on right. the, on his animations. Oh, okay. So there was a famous Czech director by Jan Svankmeyer who did the Space Monster in this. Mm-hmm. Now they called it a communist comedy because. There was like communism, I guess, going on in some of the countries that he was a part of. And there was also a dictator at the time and before that. And it's just really confusing. That's why I said I'm got an American brain and we're stupid. There's too many countries over there. (laughs) It's that area. That's how stupid I am. Uh, most people can't even put like I was I was talking to this guy and he said I went to a war with a bunch of guys in Iraq that couldn't even point it on a map oh right exactly <laughs> he's like these guys are i would i would go to death you know to hell and back for these guys but you know they, right. don't, they don't even know what the fuck's going on <laughs> <laughs> which is how we like it apparently <laughs> apparently yeah yeah don't ask questions do the more you, you ask go. questions the more trouble we another get one for the meat grinder <laughs> oh jesus christina anyway so what is some of your like what's your, one of your favorite sports like scenes in this movie well let me go so we were talking about like he has a helmet on and he's writing the story right oh, okay sure so the voice recorder that he records on while he has the his helmet on so it starts talking to him out of nowhere it just starts talking back to him and all of a sudden the the two aliens are waiting for his orders that's what they said on the the thing while it was it was it was talking back to him so then he steals a boat from his neighbor, he right? Steal it. He asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> stole it. And then he goes to this island, and then he runs into this lady and like these two kids, right? There's like a glowing orb, and it, it's really cool too because the 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 captions while this is going on, it, it keeps saying science fiction noise, <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> right. But uh, laser shirt starts shooting from the kid's eyes. I forget what it hits though. It didn't hit him. I don't know if it was trying to laser him or what. Well, yeah, because the kid's that mad at him because he was going to remove him from the story. Oh, yeah, that's right. He said he was going to remove him. He's from like, from you the were going to remove him from the story, but it didn't work. <laughs> and then he shoots lasers at him. And then Andra's like, 
puts her hand in front of his face, and then he's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, he even throws his, his toy monster down, which has like a sucker mouth, mm-hmm. and it turns and into it a turns, giant yeah, beast. And to a, a giant monster. Which is very cool, by the way. Right. Like I thought it was really cool. That monster was really cool. Yeah, it's totally not realistic, but I have one that I want to mention. Well, that's, that's right, because it's the next day, and he goes to the doctor. Right, this is the part that I wanted to talk about. Because, like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I want to talk about it. No, let me tell it. You'll fuck it up. <laughs> so he goes to the doctor and he's explaining to the doctor that he, he's like, something's wrong with him because he just met with his imaginary creatures and, that he had wrote in a book. And the doctor's like, oh, you're just hallucinating. Yeah, he hasn't even written the book yet. And, he, and these creatures have appeared. And then he's like, I don't know, I just have this ability some i don't really understand how it works but i feel like whatever i think can become reality and he's like uh tell tell them what are they called telelurgy telelurgy i don't know yeah that's what it's called telelurgy all right uh where you can like create things from uh, your mind Mm -hmm. and um yeah he like just kind of accepts it and then he tells him the story He's like from when he was a baby. Yeah, he's a like a baby. I remember when I was a little boy and my no, mom. No, a baby. And uh, his dad. He's like my dad. Uh, my mom had to leave, or I think she died. She died. And then he was like, you know, so my dad had to take care of me, and he was really clumsy. So, and they show him like filling up a bottle with like milk, and like he's like, I always love my warm milk. You know, it helped me out a lot. And then he drops the bottle. And it breaks and shatters and there's no more milk. And then he's like, I don't have any milk. What do I do? And then suddenly he realizes that he has breasts, his father. (laughs) So then he has the baby suck on his breasts and milk comes out into his mouth. It's ridiculous. And it's like, that's how like his imagination knew that his dad needed help. So he created breasts on his dad so his dad could take care of him and feed him. Right. And I was like, holy shit. This is 81, you know, like this is pretty wild shit, you know, <laughs> but it was just a female, a, you know, like a, you know, a person wearing a beard. I guess. I mean, I you know. really couldn't tell. Like they, you know, it wasn't, it was like very passing and but we were really taken back by it. We were like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It was like, like is that something this you expect? is a science fiction movie. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this, this father is breastfeeding his son. Right. And I'm sorry, I just couldn't get over the point of view of him telling the story from when he was a baby. Well, it, like, everything was, was so just ridiculous. so not shocking to the doctor, you know, which is great. Is like because like it makes me think of like us. Like if he we were to tell a doctor here, they would lock us away. <laughs> but this guy's like, oh yeah, that sounds like telurgy. So, you know, they haven't really proven it yet, but it's possible that you might have. I like the subtlety of that part. And then a book just appears on the desk. Right. And he's like, was that there before? And he's like, no. Oh, yeah, I brought it. (laughs) Uh, That's what he says to him. But then you realize it's just an empty book. It's his book. Yeah. But before he wrote it. Yeah, exactly. And there's the pages are empty. And so then he he goes on a mass hysteria and he goes to the bookstore and he's like, have you seen this book before? (laughs) Right. That was funny. It's cool. It's a cool little... uh, I love that part, though. That was just so weird. Oh, it was so weird. The other one is like where the the kids, the the other young boy, the alien, keeps making like uh, things appear and he, he makes his toy appear. He throws it down and it turns into a huge beast. And there's this scene where it just 
rips this dude's head off <laughs> at Just a dinner party. Going on a rampage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like stomping through town. It stomps on his head. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. Remember, it stomps on his head and they try to put it back on. Right. And he's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, Completely okay. flattened it. Dude, that was wild. <laughs> I couldn't. It's just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I think they even like, it had a tongue that came out at one point in time mm-hmm. and then it just, they cut it off and it started spraying everybody with this like green shit. Mm-hmm. And then it came back to, it like grew back or something, didn't it? I think it did grow back. Yeah. Fucking weird, man. It was. It was very weird. The only other thing I can think of is the part where he talks about the aliens and then the whole town goes over and they decide to, to, to like welcome the aliens or like, we have to be kind to them and welcome them to our country because they're coming to our country and they want an opportunity. So we got to help them. (laughs) And it's like, it's like, so they go over there and they literally just take their clothes off. Yeah, because they they thought they had to be naked so it would it wouldn't show signs of aggression. Right, and they thought it was like this is love, this is love, mm-hmm. and we're talking ninety year old people all the way down to kids. Okay? I thought they were just gonna get in their underwear, but no. <laughs> well, there was a couple. There was one guy that just didn't want to partake in it at all, and he's just standing around tits and dicks and shit everywhere. <laughs> 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 but we were just like, okay, this is this is different, mm-hmm. and then the guy. The, the 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 writer comes in afterwards thinking it's going to be this like terrible thing where they're going to attack the aliens and he's thinking all these bad things but really what happens is is that the whole town is just very accepting of them mm-hmm. and and then he just starts laughing because they can't find him because mm-hmm. they hid but later on it's going to kill them all <laughs> oh that's right yeah huh? right i like the part when he took the girlfriend to the island and um the the aliens turned her into a little cube oh that's right that was actually really funny like him like going back to the dock with this little cube and it gets knocked out of his hands so then they had to hire scuba divers to (laughs) go in there and find the the cube of her it was it was it was so funny they put it on the table and then the table breaks Mm -hmm. and it's like she appears and she's like what happened and then she gets jealous of the of the android Alien. because of course it's his imagination. Right. So of course he's going to be like But he was making out with it. Right. And she walked in. But they were like kind of in this weird like open relationship. It was like it was like it wasn't really like him making out with another woman. It was more about him making out with his imagination. Right. To her later on. Right. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. So I think it was like metaphorical. It wasn't necessarily like, I don't know. That movie's a weird fucking movie. It's a weird movie. But yeah, they get in their weird bubble and then fly away to Arcana. Mm-hmm. And he's in the in the bubble floating around with the monster and shit at the <laughs> end. And like. I don't know what. I, yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. I love how she has like the Teletubby stomach. And she'll like <laughs> fucking like. She'd be like, get her um tubby custard. And like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they eat in the fucking thing those little rats <laughs> the sun laughs at them it's their god <laughs> anyway but yeah she like could change she could travel back in time mm-hmm. so they would go back five minutes sometimes and like sometimes 20 minutes to like if somebody died or something like that so they could fix it mm-hmm. but yeah, it was like nothing ever was too serious. And then when people died, it was just like, oh, he's got a smashed head. Oh, well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it 
anyway. It, but wasn't it all a dream? Everyone came back to life, though. It's I think like at the end, because they, they, they rewind they re- time. Yeah, they rewound time yeah. to the very, very beginning. And so everybody has that fucking all around us are familiar <laughs> faces, end of Donnie Darko style, <laughs> fucking half memory of like everything that's going on. <laughs> but it's cool because they kind of remember because the, the Tony guy is a photographer and he was like, yeah, I thought I had pictures of this. That disappeared. Yeah. He was like the... Uh, the fucking what's his name from Roadhouse fucking and Ghost? No idea. Ghost with Demi. Pa- Moore. Oh, Pat Patrick Stewart. What's that guy's name? Not Patrick Stewart. What the I fuck know. Now you get me all fucked. Patrick up. Swayze. Yeah, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> That's where he wakes up and he's like, "Oh my god, it was fucking children or something." <laughs> You're like, I gotta fucking clean this place up before somebody takes me out in this house. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so we do have another movie to talk about that is a weirdest fucking wonder. And what is that, Alex? And that is Extraterrestrial Visitors from 1983. Also called Pod People on the U.S. television. They actually called it Unearthling and in the U.K. Mm-hmm. Unearthling and E.T., the second coming in some places that they could get away with that shit. Stupid. Yeah, it's a Spanish-French production that was originally filmed in French and Spanish. The actors learned both the languages, and it premiered in France before it premiered in Spain, even though they shot it in Madrid, Spain. They sh- wait, wait, wait. They shot it in Madrid, but what, to make it seem like Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Glad I'd be Boston, Massachusetts? Yes, yes, because okay. th- they're... Every vehicle had a had a, a license plate, Massachusetts, and then Massachusetts. He, he, he had Boston, the Boston uh, fucking whatever the football baseball teams are. Okay, on his wall, and and that's probably just how they remember. No, it's a it, you know it's a French fucking no, Spanish movie. They ha- and then I was wondering because they had strategically placed American flags. I'm not kidding. Did you notice? Like everywhere, there was like little ones on the table. Yeah. They had an American flag on the wall. Like yeah, like hey, look, we're in America. We're and I was yeah. like, they didn't film this in America. Well, they probably you know it was probably in the 80s because like you know they even had a uh, the presidents. They had George Washington and they had uh, Ronald Reagan pictures on the wall yeah no well they're Did trying to make up? it feel like america and that's probably their weird perverted way weird well, well because we jerk ourselves off pretty pretty publicly well not this is from the 80s though so yeah we it? did then too we were very proud <laughs> i'm just saying like you know like to other people outside of uh, the u.s it probably comes across that way. So they were like, oh, we'll just put flags everywhere because that's how they are, <laughs> you know, or it'd be our stupid thing where we'd put like sombreros everywhere and like Mexican it's hats. True. It's true. Look, we're in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so what is it about, guys, that you derailed off of this? <laughs> completely. Yes, Alex. About a young boy in the woods who discovers a lovable alien. Or is it? Taglines. The fate of the earth is in their hands. There's a couple I wanted to read. After all the science fiction movies we've seen, will we ever really be ready? That will, that's our tagline. <laughs> Men, we're not ready to meet these. Terrible. Giant ant That is just phonetically and like just, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, an extraterrestrial from the Forbidden Zone. That's like stealing something off of like, something else. 
Here's mine. Tommy has a new friend that murders, but this one eats pieces of humans and not Reese's Pieces. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> you okay there, buddy? <laughs> it's so stupid. It is so stupid that I just think it's so funny. I don't know why I even wrote that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is writer director Juan Piquer Simon, which he did a lot of stuff. And one of the biggest ones, obviously, is Pieces. He did Satan's Blood, Slugs, The Rift, Cthulhu Mansion, which I would, you know, I think all of those are competent films, personally. Mm-hmm. And he's done other ones, other in between there, too. So that a lot of people are just like, ugh, terrible. Mm-hmm. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. You know, like. <laughs> Um, some of the writers on this, he did the writing on it as well, but we also have writer Joaquin Grau, who basically just helped on like three of his other movies that he did that I can't even pronounce, (laughs) but, uh, he did those and some of the stars in this movie, which are not very famous, uh, is Ian Sarah who played Rick. He was in pieces. So that was a big one. The Mount and the Mount two and mystery on monster Island. Los Diablos del Mar, which these are all movies that Simone did. So mm-hmm. we also have Nina Ferrer, who plays Sharon. She was in a bunch of Spanish films. Susanna Becker, who plays Laura. She was this is her first feature film. She was actually in Hostel too, and uh, as like an interpreter or some shit in that oh, movie. Oh, nice! And I like that movie. I think it was a pool scene. Oh, could be. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, she was also in Dreamland TV series. We also have Sarah Palmer, who plays Kathy. She was in absolutely nothing else. We also have Oscar Martin, who plays Tommy, the little boy. He was in Hail Hazana before this movie and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like he, one other little tiny thing. Uh, and we also have Maria Albert, who has played the character Tracy, who people die weirdly in this movie, by the way. Um, but yeah, she's nothing else. Other than that, um, you know, Christina, I would love to hear your thoughts on this MST3K popular movie. They Oh, that's just, right. Just to point this out, this is the, if you guys aren't familiar with this movie, it doesn't sound familiar to you, that's fine. But it is essentially the snorkel monster in the movie. Mm-hmm. And MST3K did it. It became really popular because in 1991, they actually lampooned it as one of their B-movies, which I guess they... Aired a, it's like a print that was sourced from Film Ventures International in which the film was retitled Pod People. So that's what it oh, says. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that you may remember it from that. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, they spoofed on it again with Rift Tracks in 2011 mm-hmm. because they loved it so much that they wanted to do it again. Uh, other other guys, some of the guys were together with all the, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it goes with Rift Tracks. But yeah, Justina, what did you think? Well, I could see why it was on Rift Tracks and Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, I haven't seen either. I think I saw the the Mystery Science Theater one, but I didn't see the other. Yeah, I think I saw it too, but that was such a long time ago. Like, it would have been when I used to watch cable. <laughs> but anyway, no, like, okay, so like as a movie, like the concept's weird, but not like the last movie. Um, uh, This one 
it just felt like they were trying to be too serious about it or something. I really couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah. I, there was too many people in this movie. So they had like, they had uh, these two guys who were like uh, pouchers, poachers, sorry. Poach, poachers. Pouchers. <laughs> who were poachers. They had a lot of coupons and, then, and they put them in their pouch. <laughs> and then they have this group of like college kids. And then they have this family with, with a kid who's really fucking annoying. Yeah. And it's funny because it's obviously like dubbed or voiceover. And oh my God, the kid is just so. They were doing three languages technically. Yeah. Yeah. Over the top of it too. French and English. Yeah. Which is funny. But that kid is so fucking annoying to me because he, oh, we're going to have so much fun. And like with the stupid uh, alien. So was the alien that the kid named the alien, did he name it Grumpy or Trumpy? Trumpy as in trumpet. His oh. nose was like a trumpet. I kept calling, oh, tr- oh I see, oh, I'm Jesus stupid. Jesus Christ. I didn't know. It kept, it sounded like Grumpy to me. But anyway, I really liked the giant anteaters, the way they looked, even though it's obvious it's just a mask and a suit, but I thought- yeah, it's pretty stupid. The eggs- in the beginning, there there were these eggs, and there were like these fetuses in these eggs, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but not much to it, say. Yeah, not much. Um, the music was very suspenseful, but to me, it was really slow, and it see it didn't keep me engaged. There were these long scenes, these scenic scenes, where it would just show, and it was trying to. I know it was trying to create suspense and stuff, and like have the camera run through the woods and like slap a tree, like literally, like. Especially the whole beginning of the movie was like that. Right. It's very annoying to me. I, I kind of lost interest. But, yeah. It's a, um, it's understandable. I'd give it a 4 out of 10. Okay. I don't even think it was as weird as the other movie. Is that a 4 out of 10 on an S-Big scale, or are we talking? Both. Okay. I didn't think... Even the, the cringy weird parts with the... I mean, it wasn't that, like, I don't know. Well, for an alien creature feature sort of film that it's supposed to be, because technically this was supposed to be a horror movie, and then they changed it last minute because E.T. fucking was out. That makes sense. Yeah. See, that's probably why it's really hard to kind of... Yeah, grasp. The tone is all over the fucking place. And I think that's why they added an extra element to the movie that you'll find out later when you see the movie, Mm -hmm. why they did that, Mm -hmm. uh, to try to balance out, but it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I, I'd say that this is probably wholly more enjoyable by watching MST3K or at the very least watching it with your friends with the intent of making fun of it the, the entire, entire time. fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't feel like I'm not trying to be mean. Like, it's just one of those movies that is just you have to fill in the gaps because this is an extremely boring movie. Like, it's not the most boring thing I've ever seen. But it is pretty boring, okay? Mm-hmm. And if it, it wasn't for all the weird, silly things that the, the stupid fucking Trumpies do in the movie, then it would be fucking, you know, even worse. Right. Um, but, you know, there is some death and stuff in it, but it's like so like, like they touch, like you see somebody's freaking out in this fucking van for a second, and then they just fall on the ground out of the van, and you're like, oh, it killed her, I, I guess, guess. I guess she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, I mean, obviously they're trying to please kids here because they're trying to milk off the E.T. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So go go figure, you know, it's like it's like a regular ripoff, uh, you know, trying to be something. And it's just so ridiculous, though. Like, it is kind of dark, though, because like you said, there's like this egg scene with like fetuses and like, you know, it has this darkness about it. 
No, I'm not talking like extra dark guys like uh-huh. that movie is fucking dark as shit mm-hmm. i i love that movie for that for how <laughs> how weird and childlike it is mm-hmm. this has an element of that kind of mixture but nowhere near as good as extra like extra is a fucking next level fucking movie in my opinion mm-hmm. with practical effects and weird shit that's going on i would consider extra to be a really a way better weird as fuck wonder than this mm-hmm. um but you know, there is some charm about it because there's a lot of different people in here. Like there's poachers, there's this kid, there's the mom and dad, there's this guy making a band song and like he's got groupies and friends that are like singers in the band and there's all these weird. too many people in the fucking movie. They like tried to make it interesting, but all it did is make it more boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's it was right. and, and it would have been great if these motherfuckers like killed them. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing notes, I was like making up little things like they did in the movie that would made made me interested at the time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wrote down like what I thought, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. you know, while I was taking notes mm-hmm. because it was just one of those movies. But yeah, right. like honestly, if you're going to watch it, like I said, it's not a great movie. I would probably give us a three out of ten on its own, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. even lower than that. Um, but but as a so bad it's good film, I would still say about a four mm-hmm. to four point five. But it is definitely a movie that you need to sit with your friends and just laugh about and make fun. Right. You don't need to pay that close of attention. Get fucked up with it. You know what I mean? Like say some fucked up things with your friends. Get drunk. Eat pizza. It'll make it ten times better. You're not ruining anything. I'm glad I own it. Because mm-hmm. I, I love ripoffs. I just want, I love, I like, I love ripoffs and I love fucking live action films mm-hmm. because they're so terribly good. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like they, they exactly. there's like this element of shit that is just, you can't get without mm-hmm. those two things. And mm-hmm. when they try to rip it off, it's like, it's not a hundred percent the same, but it's just enough to be weird as fuck. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So there are some cool, fun things that these, these uh, creatures do in the movie. They like can like do magical things and like the kid befriends it. And I don't know why people are dying, though. It doesn't really make too, too much sense. But, you know, it's a shitty movie, so it doesn't really matter that much. But right. I'm you know, I wouldn't say anybody needs to see this one outright. You know, I would say if you're just curious because it sounds weird as fuck, you're not going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be bored a little bit. So, but yeah, I would like I said, that's my score. I'd probably say it's a three out of ten, four out of ten. On a so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. So right, we are uh, pretty on the same page this week. That's pretty fucking yeah, wild. Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna like this movie. Like, I do like more. it, but in the, in a, in a way that it, you know only a collector would. Yeah, you know, like somebody who has sat through these weird fucking stupid movies mm-hmm. and just appreciates them for trying. So you under, so you understand what I was saying earlier, right? When yeah, and you're like. Wasn't well, there that Mac and Me movie? No, not Mac and Me. There's another movie where there was like these the like, creatures that were like acting. They were fucking weird as fuck too. It's like a kid movie with aliens in it as well. And mm-hmm. I I think that one's better than this one. Right. Can't remember what that one's called, but yeah, I don't know. It's just wild. It's just weird shit. Is there any trivia on this? Yeah, we do have some trivia on this, so we'll get into that now. If you want to watch this, you can actually rent it on Prime Video, or you can pick up a copy from Severin. That's where I got my copy. Um, oh. I really wanted to get the like plush animal and stuff, 
Plemke was like, here, put this towards that. But I didn't have enough to get it. Mm-hmm. So I just got the movie because. Right. At least you got that. Yeah. So Plemke, thank you for helping me get this, by the way. I appreciate that. You rock, dude. Mm-hmm. I appreciate this, man. So thank you. I, it's a good thing I remembered that. <laughs> now that you think of it, I, I would have forgotten. It's been, it's been a little while and I'm a little fucked up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> kick it in. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, if you want to check it out, check it out. Come back. We'll be here. We love you. But here's your warning. Tommy's bedroom in this movie was used in pieces. So the same bedroom that they used in the movie Pieces, he made before this oh, one. Yeah. okay. I was like, what do you mean pieces? Yeah. Well, they we took need it to apart? watch that movie because it's like, I think we watched Slugs recently, which I really like. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of think Slugs is fun. Um, I like the Rift as well. There's something charming about all of them. Cthulhu Mansion is just fucking bizarre. Um, pieces and Satan's Blood, I would watch all of those. Those are ones I, I need to get, actually. You know what I mean? Like to have. Right. But he's got some other ones that are like really bad. I'd really like to check out. There's something about his layer of cheese that I, I appreciate in some way. Mm-hmm. But I just wish they would have done more with it, you know. Um, there was a rumor about this movie and that they claimed that the script was submitted to Steven Spielberg as a sequel. <laughs> that's totally oh, not that's true. <laughs> yeah, nobody did that. They were just trying to fucking make a buck, dude. That's great. And nobody thought their script was as good. That would be some wild shit. Hey, he's like, what, am I supposed to wipe my ass with this? Like, what? <laughs> And he just punches him. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm the fucking Goonies guy. All right. What the fuck? Um, the film actually features the fictional pop band performance of burning rubber tires, which was supposedly in a sketch on Mystery Science Theater 3000 for its unintelligible lyrics, because you can't really tell. I couldn't tell what they were saying either. Right. And I remember I was like, what are they saying? Like, what is he saying? They were trying to probably try trying to mouth up the, the lips to <laughs> whatever he was singing. But yeah, I couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying. There was like, I guess, jokes about the chorus being like, uh, hear the engines roar now, which was interpreted by MST3K as hideous control now, an idiot, <laughs> idiot control now, and other variations. And the uh, lead singer's uh, after song gesture of making the OK sign smiling and saying, it stinks, became a reoccurring in-joke with the MST3K oh. uh, group there, so... Um, but yeah, I thought that was really funny, which the other really great thing is, is that you get those songs in the, in the, oh, the, the audio, the audio CD from the audio the... CD. Yeah. Oh, yay. <laughs> the band made no sense as to why the fuck they were in there either. And he's such a dick, dude. Like it makes no sense why he's being this fucking aggro. And I guess they were just trying to say this is how singers are in bands and stuff <laughs> when they're coming up with music. And they used a real sound studio, like an actual right. like recording studio. No, they were they were trying to cause tension between that girl and him because then it 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 spread out throughout the rest of the movie. Like first of all, there was a girl. They were in an RV. They all came in the RV, and then they all left in the RV. And then they're surprised when the fucking roadie or the the groupie the groupie chick is in there yeah just shows up yeah she was in there when they got there (laughs) she was in the fucking booth yeah yeah but they were surprised they they weren't expecting her to go with with them on their little road trip oh yeah no 
and she she was like the studio owner's daughter or something. So well, she, she was fucking dies anyway. So fuck her. Yeah, exactly. That's and, why she was there. So she could die. What's up with the stars on their heads? I they never even fucking explained. I know that. when they die that they're they get little glowing dots yeah, there on their was head. Like five or seven stars on their head, and it was like. Their eyes are open and it glows. The effect is cool. That's probably the alien marking them to know that he killed him. <laughs> oh, that's his mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mark of the beast alien. It's like that fucking movie Frighteners where he's like carving their the the number in their head, like mm-hmm. him and his girlfriend. Right. And he's like thirteen, one more than fucking, you know, Ed Ed Kemper mm-hmm. ever got. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did you notice so when, when the poachers first saw the thing like running through the woods and they asked the guy to like describe what it was and he called it a man bear pig? Did you get that? No. Or maybe he called it, oh, he called it a man pig bear. And I was like, what? Yeah, maybe that's where I the, was like, the so- Maybe that's where they got it. They I got Al Gore. That. South Park got Al Gore. <laughs> maybe. I mean, they would they would be the types of watched weird oh, shit. Oh, yeah, like shit that. like this. Definitely. You know, and they probably watch MST3K like we all did. Right. Come on. Like, that, who that's, didn't? That's what I'm thinking. When I do you. OK, just so the point this out, like for those of you just for nostalgia, MST3K used to come on every Thursday, every Thanksgiving. And it was a, it was a, it was a Thanksgiving tradition from way back the first year that they aired it. And mm-hmm. you want to know why they had a, a fucking uh, a marathon of it on that day? Because they didn't have anything else to air on the fucking Comedy Central. Right. At, at the time. And for those of you younger people who know what Comedy Central is now, when it first started, and I have tapes to prove this, by the way, it was just clips of comedians. Right. And weird weird shit in between it that like MTV used to do for like liquid television and shit. Right. Just weird imagery on the screen and shit. And like Godzilla, like, and just weird shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just clips. And then the first show that they had was MST3K. Yep. And it's what made Comedy Central what it Mm -hmm. is today. And man, I used to get so excited to watch that show. I remember the very first episode, the very time that it aired. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited for that. It was like a really big deal. Well, yeah. And I used to sit around and watch like shitty movies and cartoons and stuff and then do my own commentary by plugging in a microphone into my uh player Mm -hmm. my dad had one that he would carry on his side because he was a videographer right so i had the ability to be able to stick microphones in it and then kind of do it live so to speak and i recorded some of it when i was a kid i Mm -hmm. have it on tape i have it on disc now so oh wow it's just thinking about like how nostalgic the mst3k thing is it really is and i'm sure that this is one of the biggest most epitomized mst3k episodes ever Mm-hmm. the pod people um, that you could even come up with. You know what I mean? So like, I mean, there's other ones. Well, some of my favorite were like the Santa Claus ones. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> elf does taste just like chicken <laughs> or fucking Gamera versus Giron. Uh-huh. That was the fucking shit. Oh, yeah, I remember that one where they were like Jim Cotta, Jim Cotta, Haikita, Jim Cotta, which were movie titles, by the way. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that when I was a kid. Right. Jim Cotta was another fucking movie. So he's just rat- they rattling were just, off titles. Yeah, so he was Funny. rattling off uh, those titles of movies. So I, I, I don't know. It's just crazy thinking about that. But um, but um, but um, but um. Do you have any other scenes that you liked? 
Um, there is a couple. So, like, he comes up with the name Trumpy, which I'm surprised you didn't understand that his nose and trunk was like a trumpet. I thought he called him Grumpy. No. Like, literally, I thought that's what I wrote down the entire time. Yeah, I like, I like the part where he, like, feeds it cereal and milk. Oh, yeah, and it vacuums it up. Yeah, and he's snout. like, you're going to be a big boy when you eat. They <laughs> oh, keep God. eating like that. I just want to fucking punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, he's like, you're going to be a girl up to be a good boy, a big, big, bigly boy who sells NFTs. (laughs) My God. (laughs) I thought it was so cute when it had the cat on him and the cat was crawling. Oh, under his his beak, his little snoot. Yeah. And then it kept licking. Like, oh, I thought thought that was was so cute. Where he's kind of perusing the animal station. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought he was going to eat one of the kittens. Dude, there was a couple of times where there was, they, it kind of like rocked back and forth as to whether or not this is going to be, you know, like, I, I don't know. The whole room comes to life after that and it starts moving like Pee Wee Herman's fucking playhouse or whatever. Oh, yeah. I think they were like shaking the animal cages too, which yeah. I was like, that's fucked up. It's like his eyes turned to diamond evil eyes. And and Trumpy at one point like like is like fuck gravity and is like literally standing on the ceiling like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like a creature from hell and he starts sucking out all the like guests that are at the house their souls out of their heads and, <laughs> and then with his snorkel see this is why this is you know what I mean yeah yeah like I really wish that he could be like crawling around sucking people's heads from the ceiling I and they know. wouldn't notice it and so like I kept thinking about. Him, like, ripping the top of their head off and sucking up their brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like, uh, what was it? I Come in Peace, where they jam the thing in his head and they suck up oh, all I the no pineal fluid in the head mm-hmm. and sell it as drugs in, <laughs> in other countries. Or, I mean, in other, other universes. <laughs> other countries. In other countries. <laughs> you mean other galaxies, Alex? <laughs> We're so American, like. I think I think it's kicked in now. This is full fledged. Yes, yes. They do a lot of like interesting things in here to try to make it interesting. Like all of a sudden it's snowing when they right. try to escape. It's like the aliens won't let them leave. There's like some magical power it has over everybody. So like there's one good Trumpy and then there's one bad Trumpy. And the only reason that he was bad is because like. You know, he got stabbed in the chest somehow with like a stick or something. What the fuck was that? I remember. Oh, because when he was in the cave, the fucking guy stuck a stick in him. Oh, yeah, that's because right. Because he was smashing all the eggs. So yeah. it attacked him. Yeah. And killed him. And he was like, oh, what the fuck? Why would you just start smashing all the eggs anyway? The dude's a poacher. They're trying to make money. And yeah, that's the first thing the that he fucking does. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, well, he's going to grab it and bring it back to his friends. No, the, but the kid ended up doing that. The kid ended up stealing an egg and and smuggling it into the house and then he's without like, the mom seeing. It's like, you guys don't know it yet, but this egg's going to grow into be one of your friends. <laughs> it's like, do you even know what's in that egg, that's kid? stupid. I just want to punch him in the face, that kid. <laughs> oh, so annoying. There was this like really fucked up scene, like, where like the two poachers, they like they're out in the woods because their friend went. He saw the fucking asteroid crash, mm-hmm. and so he goes out to see what it is. He steals their truck and drives out into the middle of nowhere to find this place where he smashes all the eggs. But those two guys, they're poachers. Yeah, they're bad guys in the sense that they steal. They're not supposed to be 
out there poaching. Mm-hmm. They're not just because they're doing something illegal doesn't mean that they need to be rapists now. And that starts to happen in this movie, which I yeah, was like, that was a little too much. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. I was like, okay. And his buddy's like, hey, I'm not going to have any part of this. What are you doing? Are you trying to get us arrested or something? And <laughs> he's like, come on, let's have fun. I'll let you have the other end. You know, it's like, Jesus. <laughs> like, calm the fuck down, yeah, that Matt. Pretty, that was pretty gross. But I. Th- I thought it was funny when she escaped, though, after he grabbed her and, and she's running, like, screaming, and then she just falls off a cliff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after she, she sees the alien and then she falls off a cliff. Well, the other part that th- I thought was really funny is that uh, they go and they finally find her when she falls off a cliff mm-hmm. and she's still alive. But they're, like, carrying her around like a fucking rag doll. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, she fell off a cliff, guys. Yeah. Maybe it's not too good of an idea. Be swinging her around. Yeah, to be shit. jostling her spine around like that, you know, like. <laughs> Goddamn kids. I don't think they knew at the time, you know, like. Right. We grew up learning that, but I don't. I think that was a generation before where they. Well, we grew up without helmets and stuff, though, too. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we grew up without having to wear helmets when you like. Oh. Right. That's what I mean. We grew up without helmets. What did you think? <laughs> the implications are pretty wide. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, Chris. <laughs> Turn it down a little bit. You're going to be like that, that one TikToker who got canceled. or <laughs> Matt Reif. <laughs> the comedian who like, what do you? Uh, never mind. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. We didn't wear helmets or anything. Like, what do kids wear helmets? No, I was like, what are you talking yeah, about? They have to. Yeah, but like, I didn't. I wasn't like tying it together <laughs> to bicycles, to bicycles or skateboarding. So I was like, wait, <laughs> what are kids wearing helmets now? Like, what are they when they hang out with people? Is it? Because, I mean, the joke is, it's like when I was young, they just told me to go outside and play with whoever I wanted to. Just don't go home with any strangers. <laughs> we did. <laughs> There's like a part where Tommy like want he goes into the woods alone a lot, which I was just like, Jesus Christ, everybody's dying. And this kid is just wandering around in the middle of the night in the dark. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> he's looking for Trumpy while his father is like, you know, pleading with Rick, the singer to go to not go out with his wife into the woods. Because mm-hmm. it's too dangerous. <laughs> and it's supposedly so, to make it even more scary for the kid, right? Right. So when you're watching him, he even, like, fires a gun at the dad. Do you remember that? Inside, yeah. Inside the house. Inside the house at the bar or something. In right. his own house. He shot his gun at him in yeah. his own house. He's like, I don't like anyone bugging me. The fuck? Like, calm the fuck down. You're a singer of a shitty band, dude. Like, calm down. <laughs> like, where, where did this ego come from? You know, like, he's and the, that's the other thing. He was yelling at those girls in their session, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I know he's the trope of the dickhead, but, like, it just didn't make sense. It just seemed, like, just mean-spirited for no reason. Like, you know? But anyway, so... Then you hear a knock at the door and it's Tommy 
And he, he, you know, he's like, I went to fetch plants because I'm stupid. <laughs> Put you in the face. There's like, there's a murderer on the loose, you stupid piece of Go shit. Go up to your room. So then in Tommy's room, Trumpy appears out of the closet and he's got all the fr- the heads of all their friends in his arms. And Tommy is like, why would you do that? He's like, now I can't be your friend anymore. So Trumpy pops the boy like into a million pieces, just explodes him with his mind magic, his mind powers and then and then they <laughs> no he didn't really pop them but I, 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 know, I was like that's what i was hoping i was like come on man like he has all their heads in the closet and he's like fucking like collecting them and shit mm-hmm. or maybe he's wearing their heads like a fucking a mask <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's putting their head on the they're like the nose looks a little <sighs> big they're, he, they're put, he's putting his head on the end of the it, its spout yeah <laughs> So that way you mean it, on uh, the end of its snork? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. It's Trump trunk. All dangling, kind of like Dwight when he did the fu- <laughs> when he cut off the fucking CPR doll's mask. Oh right. <laughs> oh my god. That's just stupid. <laughs> he just drapes it on his snork. <laughs> Do you remember the snorks? Yeah, the snorkels. Yeah, it was snorks. Yeah. It was the snorks, and they were like underwater sea creatures, and there was like different types of snorks. Yep. There was like the blue, the green, the the yellow. I remember those. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was a big, that was a popular show. Yeah, for our time. Right. I wonder if they watched this, and they were like, snorks, yeah, let's do that. Probably. Yeah. I feel like somebody needs to make like a murderous <laughs> Teletubby movie. <laughs> hasn't somebody i really i'm pretty sure i've seen a short of that i know but i mean i feel like because like you know i really <laughs> i'm just gonna shut up like <laughs> i just like when they turn like kids shows into like weird twisted shit there's something fucking weird about that. <laughs> like birdies wait what you can't you can't go too far jesus <laughs> you said weird and twisted <laughs> like, why i didn't know I you said, said. Like when they turned Barney into a pedophile. Wait, what? Did that happen in the show? <laughs> no, it didn't. It that didn't. was season four, Alex. <laughs> Barney gets high as fuck on crack. He starts beating the shit out of the kids and he tries to take one to his little hut. Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> horrible. Well, they. That was like, oh, I remember now why you say that, because that's what they were trying to say about Barney back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. That was the conservative thing back then. Right. (laughs) Everything's always bad all the time. Yeah. (laughs) So I also, I think it's funny with this movie, there's like those two other girls, they have like, for most of the movie, they have no idea what's going on and they just went and and take a nap. (laughs) And all these people are dying. The guys, you know, one of the girls' boyfriend's dead. She doesn't even know. And then she, so she wakes up from a nap and she's like, she's like, Yun, I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So, of course, when she's in the shower, one of the snorkels comes and gets her, which is kind of funny because they didn't really show anything, but they just showed her body like slamming up against the, the glass window of the door, the, the uh, bathroom door. Right. And yeah, that's how they knew she, they died. Yeah, I remember. I remember when the Tommy tries to get in between the good and the bad snork, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yo, this is my homie. Like, don't do that. Don't do that." And he's he's just, we're trying to help everybody, 
And then that Rick guy, isn't he just like watching him the whole time? Yeah, not even trying to shoot at him. I think he was confused because... It made no sense. The snorkels put on the same jacket as Tommy. <laughs> so he probably didn't so, recognize him. And then it was so goddamn foggy, you couldn't see... You couldn't even see shit from the movie. So you don't even know what the fuck's going on anyway because it's so goddamn foggy and they're all running through the woods and shit being <laughs> dumb. But I loved it when... Uh, Wait, hold on. I want to mention this one thing. Tommy's all like, please don't hurt me. I'm not like the others. And good Trumpy stops him and tells him to stop. He's here to help or whatever. But Bill fires on him anyway <laughs> onto the bad one and kill mm-hmm. and like shoots it dead. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yes. So like, this is the weird part though. Like, we're kind of at the end. What were you going to mention? Yeah. Oh, so that's exactly what I was going to say. He goes, go away, Trumpy. I hate you. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, okay, go away, so Trumpy. I hate you. There's context to this. So like Tommy and the good Trumpy, they're like hiding and he's like, I'll never forget you, Trumpy. And he hugs him and Tommy and they like, you know, like say goodbye to each other. Like this whole heartfelt thing. He's like, now you got to go, Trumpy. You got to go now before they kill you. And he's like, but. He won't leave, so he just tells him he hates him. <laughs> that all stupid trope. I hate you. Just get out of my life. All right. I'll just go then. That's what he said. Yeah. All right. I'll just go then. You got a stupid nose, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck you. And then he goes and he grabs the mom's hand, right? And then they, like, walk away happy. Right. And Trumpy just kind of stares at him in the in the forest, in the fog. And he's, like, watching them all leave together. And he just kind of, like, wanders off. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is Trumpy going to do? Yeah. well, that, And that's where Bigfoot came from. I guess so. Well, maybe someone had sex with one of those things. And then that's when. Yeah, that happened. That's when. That ho- <laughs> Jesus. Was, was trying to come up. Something's trying to come up. <laughs> That's but, the, and that's when he fucking uh, that's how he got big boy. Yeah. But uh, I don't understand. They were all walking away happy after they all just lost everyone. Everyone's dead. Well, did you hear? Did you follow? Did you watch the whole end? Because at the yeah. very end, you see Trumpy fade. It fades to black, yeah. and then yeah. you hear a gunshot. You're horrible. There was no gunshot. <laughs> Trumpy takes himself out. He's like, I'm not going to go for election year this year. I'm not going. <laughs> You wish. He got he got indicted four times. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it's hard not to think about Trump when you hear some Trumpy. I know Trumpy you know? was dumb. Because like that remember they made that teddy bear that was called Trumpy? Mm-hmm. And it was like a genius idea because the people who hated it thought it was so ridiculous they bought it because they were like, Yeah, fuck Trump. Yeah, we almost And then they, and then, then you got the other side of the people who like worship him and they're like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah, Trump. <laughs> so it's like they just they made millions of dollars off this Trumpy bear. Right. And then people were like, Oh yeah, they're just tricking us and so then they stopped. And I never i I've never seen one again. Never saw a commercial. Or anything. Yeah. They sold him for like eighty dollars, didn't they? They really did. It was ridiculous. It's like, Jesus, that's like how much a fucking... Uh, Stanley Cup costs. No, that's how much those fucking... Uh, what was the one you stick the tape in him? The bear? That you stick the tape in Teddy the Rupskin. Teddy Ruxpin. Ruxpin. Yeah, I remember people always said that they would stick their own tape in there. That's a lie, by the way. That is not a lie, because we did that. No, everybody says that, but there was a special spot on the tape that you had to have a hole. You had to melt the area down in order to do it. I don't think you could have done it otherwise. It, no, it's because you had to put something in the tape to block the hole. Is that what it was? I yes, thought there was like a hole was. in the tape. Because that, that's what we did. There was a hole. There were holes on top. And on the Teddy Rupskin tapes, there was no hole. Right. So all you had to do was cover the hole on the top. 
and it would play. Uh. You weren't tech savvy enough at that age, okay, <laughs> to know what was going on. I don't know. I just thought it was funny because, like, I, I, I remember wanting to do that very badly, you know. Well, you should have figured it out. I don't fucker. think I even <laughs> got to actually, like, play with. I think I had a friend that had one. She had uh, one, but mm-hmm. I didn't get to play with one until way later when I was older. And I was, like, smoking pot and shit like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that's why you couldn't figure and it out. And then I was, like, I remember trying to put a tape in there. I was, like, oh, this is blocked. You can't even... He's like, yeah, you have those special tapes to put them in there. They thought about that. And I was like, ah, that's why I say that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Trumpy ain't no fucking uh, Teddy Ruxpin, though. Nope. But <laughs> it's still pretty funny. Mm-hmm. What was it? Was it Mac and Me now? I can't. I got to think of the other alien. I think it was Mac and Me. Kids aliens movies. Like, I got to remember. There's another one, and I just can't think of the name of it. And I believe it's Mac and Me. Because it was another MST3K one that they did as well. Mm-hmm. Got to be Mac and Me. Yeah, the, yeah, it's the Mac and Me movie. Mm-hmm. Because they have those fucking faces that where they have the big <laughs> cheeks. Right. And they're like, and then the parents are like all lanky and mm-hmm. weird. We got to get that movie. Mm-hmm. Get Mac and Me on 4K or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I like all those movies like when I was a kid, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Flight of the Navigator, Explorers, fucking the boy who could fly. The boy, yeah. <laughs> Did, <laughs> we watched that. We watched that, and we had such a good time. Like we were making jokes the whole fucking time because <laughs> it's just so it's sappy. You know, I don't. It's a good movie. It's just it's just funny to like make jokes about it because mm-hmm. like <laughs> like everybody thinks they can fly in the movie after that or something <laughs> like that. You know, it's weird. Uh, anyway. But yeah, that's our visitors from outer space, guys, or other galaxies from other countries. <laughs> like I said oh, earlier. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. We like doing some weird shit now and then, and I've been wanting to do some, like, so bad it's good stuff, you know? Because, like, I've been watching a couple on the YouTube, which have been fun, but it's nice to kind of get in depth with it with the podcast, so... By the way, if you could, please help share this podcast. Things are a little bit slow on the podcast here for pretty much everybody that's in podcasts. So the the extra support really does go a long way for us to reach more people. The more people we reach, the more giveaways and things that we'll do in the future. But if you can share the podcast on like your, you know, social media, anywhere you can. Or share it with a friend or something like that. Let them know about it. Say, hey, check this out. Listen to this. It really does go a long way. And if you want to go even further, always give us a rating and review if you enjoy this podcast. Because it really does help boost and uh, reach more people like yourself who are into these stupid kind of things. Or listening to a bunch of idiots, uh, you know, uh, talk about movies. I know that uh, podcasts are on a downturn right now for whatever reason, but I think we should stick it out and just be the one that doesn't give up. Because <laughs> a lot of them are packing up, man. I'm telling you, dude. All right, so now we're going to come up with what we decided to talk about with the aliens. So, and Murray's getting unsettled here, so. Okay. Kind of works out, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, all right, what was the first one? What do we have to come up with? Which alien would you be friends with? Which alien would I be friends with? Would you be friends with the the toy alien from Arcana Galaxy? Or would you be 
friends with snorkel aliens. I would be probably with the Arcana. I agree. Because we could probably, you know, do a, it, have sex. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fuck a beast. Come on, Christina. But the snorkel could go in your butthole. <laughs> what the fuck? You think that big ass Trumpy thing would go in your butthole? Yes. I think he might be sucking stuff out of it. All right, we're getting out of control <laughs> okay, now. Who who would you so does that mean you wouldn't be friends with the snorkel? I I don't Got to think we, about How it. about we circle back to that one? Let's circle back. I personally think Arcana. Okay, I wouldn't be friends with the snorkel because I think it would, he would try to put it up my butt and suck it, <laughs> it out. All right, cool. So we got, we're both agreement, Arcana. Right. So Trumpy or Arcana? Now, if they were in a battle, which one would win? Oh, totally Arcana. Yeah, it's too They can big imagine and... anything that they want. They can stop anybody. They can hide from anybody. And then he, they can bring it back to life. The worst the snorkel thing can do is just walk off all sad into the fucking trees, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and which one do you think would kill the planet? Ar I think Arcana would kill the planet. I think so, too. Yeah, it's like all of the above on the Arcana. Yeah, snorkel seems a little bit too emo, like... Like, they could just, like, get fed up with us. They're like, God, you guys are stupid, stupid little viruses. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to fucking wipe you out because this is just going to save the world. Right. They'll save the planet or something crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're, like, kind of like robotic people, right? We never really talked about that. But they're, like, kind of like robots, mm -hmm. aliens. Because remember when they got their finger? We forgot to mention this. They put their finger in the grinder. Oh, yeah. And it turned into like a like a like a crystalline sort of like uh what do you call it? What are the computers made out of? Crystals? No, they're it's like a <laughs> not cellulite, it's fucking you know what I'm talking about. Like the Computer chips? Yeah, that's what computer chips are made out of, but it's like the there's like a like a plastic sort of thing that they use. Uh-huh. I can't even remember what it's called anymore, but you guys will probably fill me in. So yeah, fuck Trumpy and his stupid fucking furball fucking ass. Fuck all the Trumpies. Yeah, but you know, it's like our, you know, but that's just us, right? Our can is going to be our friend. They're also going to be... Our enemy. <laughs> our enemy. <laughs> I think I think Arcana would definitely beat the, like, Trumpy, though, right? Oh, yeah, totally. But they both have magical powers where they can make shit happen. Like, I don't know. It seems like Trumpies are a little more naive, like where he's, like, just, like... He's following a little annoying kid around. Right, because if they were that powerful, if the Trumpies were that powerful, then they would have, like, just blinked people out of existence. Right. Which is what, you know, these people, Arcana, can turn people into fucking blocks, mm -hmm. into a little fucking square. That's right. Little boxes. <laughs> so don't fuck around with Arcana. Be nice to them and you might get laid. Don't fuck a Trumpy. I'll suck your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, guys. Thanks for listening this week. Thanks for sharing the episode if you did. And uh, next week we got some movies that we're going to be doing that. Uh, for Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm -hmm. So we got, we're going to do the traditional one, but we figured we'd do the old one because I don't think we ever did the old one on this uh, episode or on a podcast episode. I don't know. But we're going to do My Bloody Valentine from 1981, which you can watch on Pluto TV and or rent or watch if you have it from Scream Factory. I think they have a copy. Uh, we also have Valentine from 2001, which you can rent on Amazon Prime uh, also as well. So we're going to check those two out. We haven't done that in a while, so it's been years since we celebrated <laughs> Valentine's, Day. Valentine's Day. So, you know, hey. 
It's, you know, if you do it every year, there's not enough to do. Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? There's not enough to do every year. We've been doing it for years. Oh, you're talking about the movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. We know. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, so watch those. Get back to us next week. We'll have a fine new episode for you for 361. But thank you for coming by. And as always, long live the voice.